does Camilla the chicken not talk at all? She, uh, she, uh, uh, that's right. And he just has conversation with her. Yeah, it's a little strange that they have... That's the one Muppet impression I do. Camilla the chicken. Can you do it one more time? Nice, nice. Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long-lost friend. Credits score. Where credits get the credit they're due. I never know whose turn it is to introduce <laughs> these things. All I know is Gary the Frog here. Uh, we haven't even intro another episode. We haven't even <laughs> intro the podcast yet, and oh. you're already doing your. That actually was one of your better impressions, uh, right? Am yeah. I right? That's yeah. pretty good. All right, why don't you tell everybody what we're? Oh, sorry, Gary Dudak over here. Do you want to say the name of the? Oh no, of the podcast <laughs> I that we're doing. How we do this? Uh, why don't you go ahead? Welcome to Credit Score Podcast. It's yes. a podcast where it we is. do credits. Yes, and my name is Gary Dudak. Dudak. Right, and sometimes I like to do impressions like Gary D. Frog, and the reason <laughs> can I get an introduction? Oh, Gary always Mac. Gary loves to introduce himself and then just proceed. <laughs> and my pal over there is Max Miller, uh, founder of Credit Store Podcast. Yeah, oh, they're gonna say founder of the Muppets. No, you wish, you wish. <laughs> anyway, speaking of the Muppets, we are doing the Muppet Movie from 1979. Great movie, the original. Yeah. But we're not doing any opening credits today. We're no, doing... which you would think because they're fantastic opening mm-hmm, credits. We mm-hmm. might do them down the road. Maybe. Perhaps. Be- maybe season two. Yeah. Do we have we... seasons on podcasts? Um, just like... I think we're just releasing episodes, yeah, but we okay. can say that something's yeah, maybe season two. Yeah. yeah, Muppets will be in season six. Yeah, there you go. Season six. Credit score. I like that. I yeah. like that. Uh, but we're doing the end credits for the Muppet movie. We are. Yes. Um, the you... Muppets will make a lot of appearances on this podcast, I believe. Think so? There's a lot of um, good Muppets credits and Muppets mo- related content. Of, we that's can, true. We can do the Muppet Show at some point, which is mm, a great int- intro. Yep, yep. Um, some of the newer Muppets movies have some great credits. Yeah, that actually uh, brings up what I did doing some research for this because, you know, I like to prepare. And uh, I didn't know if the Sesame Street characters were Muppets or not until recently. I think like, they are technically. Yes. They make it. There's appearances in this that, movie. That's what I've from, learned. Yeah. I've they, learned that they, the term Muppet is actually like trademarked like what his characters are jim henson's obviously but the muppets are like a brand just like the sesame street is a brand but they're also muppets does that make sense yeah so they're like they're the creatures made in this in yeah. the jim henson creature shop this is what i think yeah, it's yeah. called at least right. at this point it is yeah. so like i mean we did the ninja turtles exactly uh, movie, the original yep. 1990 movie and those are jim henson creations but they're not muppets right <laughs> Just Maybe. To be, well, they might, I just don't know. To be clear, Do no, they they're not. Appearance in this? I don't, no. <laughs> they may. No, a little too old. And Pizza. Fre- <laughs> Pizza. Go back and watch our uh, Ninja Turtles uh, original yeah. movie, or listen to it as you tend to oh, do yeah. with podcasts. <laughs> well, maybe you can, wa- you can watch the movie as you listen to the podcast, but watch the movie on mute, perhaps. I don't know. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh, I know what I was going to say. But Fraggle Rock is a different brand, but not. But, but they're Muppets. They're Muppets, I technically. Think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, God, Fraggle Rock, that's a good one, too. We're going to mm-hmm, have to do those. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's going to be. We should actually just do Muppets content, and that would keep us. We could probably just do a side podcast of all Muppets. Yeah, maybe we should create a Patreon and make people pay for that extra stuff. <laughs> Ooh, I liked it. Yeah. Muppets Store. How about that? Yeah. Real original. Uh huh. Anyways. So we're doing the end credits. Yeah, which we um, should get started. We, we will get started in a second because there is a lot to um, dive into. Oh, man. I thought we were going to go at least five minutes without you saying that, but <laughs> not quite. Well, why don't we talk about the movie in general? Because like, we're of a certain age where this movie was probably played a lot for you growing up. Grew up on it. Yeah, It exactly. came out in 79. Yeah. I was born in 82. I was born in 83. 
Um, but I think, I think my parents owe the Muppets for raising me pretty much. (laughs) That sounds about right. Just put him in front of the TV, (laughs) let him watch the Muppet movie. Yeah. Like I know, I mean, this movie, I loved vaudeville jokes as a three year old. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many, um, this movie, like, I don't really remember like when I watched it, it had to have just been when I was a kid, but I don't remember when I stopped watching it, but like in doing research for this, I just remembered, I knew all the words to the songs that I was looking up and in well, we'll get to the song here in the in the end credits. We've been, we've been brainwashed. I totally. But like the song in the end credits that's also featured in the movie is called Moving Right Along. And my school, we did it in a in like a music class recital. We sang that song in like second or third grade. So Man, I would love to track down those home <laughs> videos of little Gary Dudak singing Moving Right Along. Well, I remember me and my friend uh, Ricky at the time got in trouble by the, by the music teacher because in the song it goes like Moving Right Along. Yeah. And we added for some reason we thought we were cool well we were cool we added dude loot dude loot in the middle and we kept doing it like really loud like moving right along that, though? but like, like i think we were like you know we were supposed to be singing our part and we were adding maybe we were just adding the instruments from the movie and the teacher got really mad at us and i think we had to i think we we didn't get a detention but i think we had to like stay after class or something it goes with it these, i'm just saying didn't lighten up i, I thought you're gonna say like we did like fart noises oh like, well we probably did that too but which is like, all it was was moving around and all dude loot dude loot we just made sure we threw I that in nothing there. wrong with neither that, do i i think uh your teacher should be locked up i i totally agree i don't even remember her name but she was a real real b word if you know what i'm saying Anywho, I don't, I don't know what, not know what you're talking about. This is a Muppets episode. <laughs> exactly, there are no B words. Keep on it clean. Muppet episodes. Um, Jim Henson would not approve. Gary. <laughs> and then my other connection to this movie recently was just um, my friends and I do a lip sync contest every summer. Jesus um, Christ, man! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you have a lip sync contest. Well, I don't like. It's not like my thing, but it's like a thing that our group of friends does every summer for a birthday party. Like it's a couple of our friends' birthdays. So we do a lip sync, and a couple years ago it was guys versus girls, and one of the guys did the Rainbow Connection, and we and we won because it's of a it. Beautiful song, yeah, it is. Yeah. So and we all did like we brought out rainbow flags and stuff. So you you have a cover band, yes. You do karaoke frequently, yes, and you have a lip sync contests <laughs> once a year. The lip sync contest <laughs> okay. for the last like three years. Okay, just it's like a relatively new thing in our lives. And just real quick, are you do you have sleeves on your shirt right now? I yes do or not. No? Okay, <laughs> wearing a tank. Just uh, making sure we're all all the all these episodes are coming together, and we know who who we're dealing with. Here. Yeah. Well, why don't we just dive into the end credits then? Okay? There we go. That's what I like to hear. I, I do have one more thing I want to say before we mm. officially click play on some of these is that we had a special guest pick these end credits for us because it was my turn to pick uh, a movie, and I couldn't decide. That's right. I was going between this and uh, Little Shop of Horrors intro, intro credits, mm-hmm. which um, I ne- which wasn't we're going to end up doing yeah. eventually, but I could not make a decision. Mm-hmm. So we asked Gary's daughter, who is... Five and a half months old. ...to choose for us. Yeah, and how, we set it up like... I mean, it was a pretty chaotic scene, but uh, me and Max each held a phone up to my my little daughter's face while she was in her activity saucer. We traumatized her is what we, what we did. <laughs> we, and I played the Little Shop of Horrors uh, intro, and while Max simultaneously played the, the end credits for Sesame Street, and she was clearly drawn to the and Sesame Street. we have some Street. video of this. We'll put it up on socials yeah. Yeah. Um, for people to witness her fear. Yeah. And... <laughs> probably, probably traumatized. I would her say a bit. it was more like she was more mesmerized. Um, She's never going to be able to like watch like picture in picture. <laughs> I, I will. I will say up. she had a harder time getting down for her nap after that. She was a little overstimulated. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot going on with the uh, the music and all the characters. But 
to be fair, my daughter, it, I mean, since she's been very young, has been obsessed with um, Elmo. She's, I mean, she's lived a long life yeah, now. She, so, so. Since she was a wee little little lassie, uh, she's loved Elmo. Like, the few times we've played Sesame Street or something, she's always just like eyes just pop out of her head when she sees Elmo. So I think that she was already kind of, you know, a little biased toward Jim Henson, which I think that you kind of knew that too, and you wanted to do these Muppet and There credits. was a, just a slight pull. I don't think she was 100% sold on Muppets. There's just a slight pull in that direction. There's yeah. a lot more going on immediately yeah. in those credits for a kid's attention span. Yeah. Um, so but, yeah, but what we're saying been. is um, my daughter is uh, just the most adorable little girl in the world, mm-hmm. and, we, and we will do a little Shop of Horrors in the future. Yeah, and we're going to have her come... On the next podcast. Ooh, and, that'd be great. And, yeah. Have a full conversation with us. She's starting to do some babbling a little bit, just so you know. She gets that from you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so true. stop doing yeah. that so we can play some of these That's credits. That's very true. All right. Okay. So immediately where we're starting, we see a giant the end mm-hmm. across the screen with a giant rainbow hitting the biggest collection of Muppets you can possibly imagine, really. In like a, in like a sound studio or, or you so, know, So what just studio. happened was that like... I, I, from from my memory, I didn't yeah. go back, but but Gonzo like knocked all the sets down or something. I think so. Well, maybe it, just for a quick recap of the movie, we don't usually do this, but just really quick because it kind of sets up the end credits is Kermit and all the Muppets are kind of going to Hollywood, yeah, um, for chase their big dreams. Yeah, and there's a you know there's a lot of storylines happening, but they make it to Hollywood at the very end, and they're but there's also kind of some like meta. Like they know they're making a movie. Like they're it, watching. A, they're watching the Muppet movie. They're at like a screening yeah. watching. So they're watching this. It's the movie starts with them. We see that they're watching it. And yeah. now and then it ends with them with them like in the it. studio. And yeah. and they just finished singing the Rainbow Connection song. Great song. And I, there's like a big. Get, or I don't think all these Muppets were in the movie. Were they? No. This is like I read that this is like just like they just got all, all the creatures. Sesame really Street created. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like 250 puppets yeah in that that last shot yeah. um and they called in like the puppeteers of america and everyone was like involved That's in awesome. this and two of them i read actually were uh tim burton wow. and john landis randomly huh just, interesting yeah just doing, in there doing with... some of the muppets that, yeah they're they're mixed in there do do they is there a i actually forgot to look this up muppets are Puppets and marionettes, is that correct? Or is it like... I don't know if they're marionettes. I just think it's just like a or monster fun, puppets. A fun name. Yeah, I don't is it, know. Is there, I, is I don't it, know what the origin is. Like, where does the M mo- come from? I, I, it's either monster puppets or like... Maybe there's something else. If you know, go ahead and uh, hit us Menopause up. Menopause puppets. <laughs> you know, it could be. Uh, but if you know the answer to that, please uh, reach us on email creditstorepodcast at gmail.com. Gary loves to I read email. every email. He does um, not. <laughs> or follow us on Instagram or Twitter and let us know. That's, that's all I'm that's saying. That's more reasonable. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the end, rainbow, beautiful ending. I just want to say a telltale sign of the end credits coming is when you see the end on the screen, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. Um, and it only took us <laughs> like uh, 13 <laughs> episodes-ish <laughs> to get there to realize that. So let's see what happens. Okay. click play finally. <laughs> I just knew I'd catch up with you, boy. <laughs> so we get one of the characters, Sweetums, uh, a full-bodied Muppet. He's yeah. not just like a hand puppet. Did you know Sweetums' name without looking it up? Yes, because Sweetums was one of my favorites. Okay, gotcha. like, I, I love I love him in this movie. Yeah, I had to I look up a lot of him. Them. So this is what they run into him at uh, the. Uh, car the car dealership. lot yeah and they say he's gonna come with them to hollywood mm-hmm. and he's all excited he runs to get his stuff and they leave forgetting about him and 
he starts running after them. Like, <laughs> and he's like pissed. <laughs> so this is him popping through the screen now at the very end of the movie. And he goes, oh, 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 oh I knew I I'd knew catch I... up with you guys. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I love Sweetums. I love the way his mouth works. Yeah. And I love that uh, he could be very, very pissed. Like he could be busting through the screen, but he's, he's just so happy. Heart. Yeah, a exactly. Very, and, and you hear... Uh, I think it's maybe Fozzie Bear mm. says Sweetums. Like somebody, oh, he does. Okay, yeah, somebody very, very faintly says Sweetums. Yeah, there's a lot to pick apart in these credits yes, here. Yes, for sure. Okay, now we've got all the Muppets pretty much watching this screen, and we've got like Benson Honeydew, mm-hmm. and we've got Gonzo and his chicken, and Piggy, and some of the other pigs, and a bunch of Muppets whose names I don't no, know. No, I had to look up that one. The the pig that's sitting next to Miss Piggy. Uh huh. With the hair. Uh, yeah, the, the... I, I'm pretty sure his name is Link. Uh huh. Hogthrob instead of Heartthrob. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's, he's wearing a little. Uh, ascot exactly so he's like, oh, okay he's a real heart do you know who this uh, guy behind fozzy uh, is that one i don't know okay well, well not, there's dr teeth dr teeth for sure you know yeah his song that he sings can you picture that is also played a little bit in this these oh no kidding yeah, just a little bit i was actually it. wondering about that yeah. okay it's like a so, it's like a mixture of all the the movie score basically. so everyone's excited to see sweetums mm-hmm. and now the credits are going to start and music's going to start let's do it <laughs> So we got a very um, kind of like a New Orleans, yeah. uh, big a jazz band. Street festival yeah, type yeah. sound. Tuba playing. Mm-hmm. I like that um, horn that comes. Or is it a tuba that starts it all out? Yeah. They go, <laughs> yep, that's good. Yeah. So we get starring the Muppet performers. They get first credit. Mm-hmm. And, and we get Sam the Eagle and uh, Scooter. Yep. Scooter. And, and do you know the one, if you have to go back maybe just one second, he uh, the one in the background <laughs> He's right there, like laughing right in the middle with an orange like, nose. He's got a weird collar. He always is like a fish, right? He has like yeah. a, a fish. He has with a, him. A, a boomerang fish. Yeah. Do you know his name? I had to look it up. Uh-huh. It's Lou Zealand. Like Lou New- Zealand. Okay. <laughs> and everything I looked up about him was like everyone admitted he's just like the most ridiculous character, like a dopey character. He makes a lot of appearances in this, <laughs> yeah. and I, I and I remember him, but I never knew his never name. Never knew. Yeah, Lou, he's that's one of those Lou Zealand. That you yeah. know, you know him, but you don't know his orange name. nose, big mustache. So we got Sam the Eagle, who's Grabbing his brow with his thumb and his forefinger, if he's got those, like he looks distraught. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he doesn't stressed. like the Muppets. He doesn't like being a Muppet. I think or like, so. Is that okay, he's a, he's a little bit of a malcontent, I believe. Yeah, I feel like if I like, I, I relate to Sam the Eagle now as an adult. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I get it. I think buddy. I'd be more like New Zealand with a huge smile, and, and you always smell like fish. <laughs> All right, so harsh but fair. So let's let's move through these credits a little bit more. All right, here we go. <laughs> So now we get Jim Henson as Kermit the Frog, Rolf, Dr. Teeth, and Waldorf. Yeah, and Waldorf is one of the angry old men, correct? Yes, yeah. yes, Statler and Waldorf. I, who, I, I do like who, I believe in these credits, we'll get to them, are asleep in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like they, they, are, they're the movie critics, basically. Yeah, they miss yeah, the whole oh, thing. Yeah, they just critique the, they hate the Muppets. I like but, how it starts with starring the Muppet performers. Me like, too. It's really cool. And then yeah. obviously now, like this is actually awesome that you get a full breakdown of like, which person does all the characters too? It's kind of like Simpsons esque, you know, how the certain yeah, voices do so, all the. So many of them do multiple. Exactly. So let's go move past Jim Henson here, RIP. So now a scooter and. Uh, and um, Sam the Eagle had some words. Mm-hmm. We don't know what they, what kind of words that. Some, some of the stuff you can pick up. Some yeah, of that, the words and some the music's too loud. I will say that's one of the things that kind of bothers me just a little bit. Is I'd like to be able to hear what they're saying clearly because mm-hmm. it seems kind of funny. And it, it sounds like to me what they're doing. Oh, hang on. Oh, 
First burp put, off the mic. We're about 15 minutes in. That's a little uh, late for you, Gary. You usually burp off the mic. Well, I usually about... have a pre-beer before I come, but yeah. today I just started right off the bat. Um, but it, I'd like to be able to hear what they're saying. It seems like they're just kind of like mimicking, like, you know, if you had a movie premiere and everyone's just at the after party kind of mingling saying, good job, good job. You Not know? me. I'm out of there. The second that movie ends, I don't want to chat. I'm gone. Yeah, I stay around. There's usually free drinks at those things. So anyways, so Studer's going around kind of just mingling and saying, good job, that's what it seems like because he's me. the stage manager. Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, now in in Muppet Babies, the cut which Walt will see, we're going to get to Muppet oh, yeah. Babies too. So that's a great Babies. great opening credits. He has a, a twin sister, but mm-hmm. she, not in the the actual Muppets. Probably came later. Yeah, yeah that was probably okay. a late edition. All right. Um, so he's walking around. Um, I I I love um the detail that went into like even though you can't hear the Madman conversations, there's conversations happening. You can hear like they had to have written a script for the end, probably, yeah. right? Or at least had or like had... a bunch of ad libbing or something. But they're definitely saying real things because you can pick up little snippets, just not like their full, you know, transcript of what they're saying or whatever. Is the song is this song that's playing right now, does it have a name? Because I couldn't find it. I know that it mixes in some of the songs from I, the I'm movie. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I thought I think it was just kind of like end credits with yeah, with some of the the actual Gotcha. The director of this movie was not like in the Muppets crew. Oh, really? Yeah. So he uh, apparently um, had a difficult time because <laughs> he didn't like know that how difficult it was to set up shots and stuff like that. Oh, no. just, yeah. I think they after this one they kind of like said like, oh, from now on we're gonna have someone within the crew who knows who like, the hell how, directed this one. I, I didn't. Have... I, I don't remember the name. Um, he just Jim wasn't... Henson wanted to, and I think they talked him out of it because he was like, you're gonna be like, yeah, so performing busy. half yeah. half the Muppets in this movie. How are you gonna direct it as well? I did look up the uh, the musical people though in the movie. Uh, Paul Williams and Kenneth Asher were the ones that wrote the songs and like the um, what's the word the score. And they were nominated for an Academy Award for it. For the just nominated, no wins. Uh, didn't win, and they were also nominated for Rainbow Connection for songs. So they got two, and that they, didn't win. That did not win. It got nominated. This is a travesty. But they won Grammy though for Child's Soundtrack of the Year. So okay. I don't know. I didn't really know. I that feel was like the we thing, keep but. we keep hearing that they lose the um, Academy Award. It's like the best. Yeah, they they, they did win it. a Grammy. Yeah, exactly. I think they were also nominated for a Grammy and didn't win, like for Song of the Year, maybe or something. Well, but thank you guys for the music of my childhood. Anyway, I appreciate the, it. Yeah, Paul Williams. Uh, he was also pretty famous. I just want to say just a little shout out. We'll talk to him about it later, maybe. Okay, so now we've got uh, Scooter's walking by Kermit and uh, his little uh, nephew, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his uh, nephew's name is Robin. Robin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and it says Frank Oz as Miss mm-hmm. Piggy. Fozzie Bear, Animal, and Sam the Eagle. That's right. So that's a good collection. By the way, Frank Oz directed, which we mentioned, Little Shop of mm-hmm, Horrors, which we'll mm-hmm. get to. Um, Does Robin the Frog talk like Kermit? I actually don't remember. I think it was at no, the he's very beginning. more be- like a little little, little kid-ish. Kid. Yeah, yeah. So, so not like Kermit the Frog? Just I any guess. excuse to do uh, a Kermit impression, <laughs> Gary will go for. Uh, fun. Can you do Marge Simpson? I, I've mm-hmm. heard rumors that you can. <laughs> sure can. <laughs> that's more Miss Piggy than Marge Simpson. <laughs> oh, Kermit. <laughs> Okay, so let's see where Scooter's taking us now. Okay, so he has a little conversation with uh, Kermit about like, like, oh, good job. Kermit and Robin. Kermit's got his hand around Robin and will not let go for some reason. And he's pretty far away. It's probably glued over there. They can't move (laughs) his arm because he's, you know, occupied by other puppeteers. Um, and we got Jerry Nelson as Floyd Pepper, Crazy Harry, Robin the Frog, Lou Zealand, your favorite, Richard Hunt as Scooter, <laughs> Statler, Janice, Sweetums, Beaker, Dave Goals as the Great Gonzo, Zoot, Dr. Buncey, Honeydew. Everyone is 
wearing multiple hats. I love that they, uh, they that he's the great Gonzo, not just Gonzo. That always was cracked me up. That's funny up. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked how you could hear a little bit their scooters say like it was great, or Kermit says it was great. Like it was great. So one of them. Yeah. One of them. You know, they're just you know rehashing the movie. So now New Zealand jumps over the side of the where Kermit's the seat where Kermit's sitting, and he kind of like bothered Kermit doesn't look like he, Kermit doesn't have many expressions, but he doesn't look too he, pleased that he's being annoyed by the fish guy. <laughs> and you could kind of hear New Zealand say like "Congratulations, Kermit!" Like <laughs> very faintly. But Kermit looks like he's like, "Oh God, this guy again." He kind of looks like New Zealand. Kind of looks like a uh, John Candy in train planes, yes, trains, and automobile. Totally, he? totally. <laughs> Is that he embodies Candy embodies that basically in that right. I don't know who, who's the blue guy. I don't know. Okay. I have no clue who that is. Actually, you know what? The blue guy might be Crazy Harry. No, Crazy Harry. No, no, no. I know Crazy Harry. Okay. He's who am I he's kind of like uh like a greenish. Oh, you're almost. right. He looks yeah. kind of like a crypt uh an undertaker, basically. Yeah. And Charles Durning as Doc Hopper, who was kind of like the bad guy yep. going after Kermit's frog legs in the movie. Yeah, he wants him to be like a spokesman for the frog legs, right? Yeah. That's like the whole thing. Kermit's yeah. Kermit's arm is still around Robin. <laughs> and Robin looks a little bit like, like you you look when like your your like aunt that you don't really like that much or know that well is trying to give you a big hug. You're yeah, kinda it's kind of like hunching his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, you can let go of me now. <laughs> Okay, so now we get Kermit and Robin are having a conversation. We can't make out any of it. Yeah, I, I can't hear words. Lots of good music. And the credit was Austin uh, Pendleton was Max in the movie. I think he was uh, one of the assistants of Doc Hopper, maybe? Oh, yeah, and helps them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and now we cut to Sweetums is like, oh, you are great. He apparently saw the movie, even though he just jumped through the screen. Yeah, that doesn't He's make talking any to sense. Gonzo and Gonzo's chickens. Uh Gonzo has a chicken girlfriend, right? Right, but Camilla. He's got, there's yeah. multiple chickens. Yeah. But yeah, he's got chicken girlfriend, which is we're not sure if that's gross or not because um, we don't know what he is. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not 100. percent He could like be we're like, okay with Miss Piggy and Kermit having a thing, but we're not okay with Gonzo and a chicken. I think it's fine. I'm okay with it. Is it more because the chicken is like an actual chicken? Yeah, and it doesn't seems like more like talk a, like a a human. Does Camilla the chicken not talk at all? Uh, she, uh, oh, that's right. And he just has conversation. With yeah, her. it's a little strange. That that's they, the they one have... Muppet impression I do. <laughs> Camilla the chicken. Can you do it one more time? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, like the the animalistic qualities mixed with them having, you know, all human qualities is a little odd. It's just there's yeah. something something weird about it. Even though like Gonzo could maybe be a chicken of some sort or a Rooster, bird. Rooster, yeah, some yeah. sort of bird. Yeah. Possible. So you so, see uh, Fozzie too. Yeah, Fozzie's there. Uh, that pig you just mentioned. Link hog throb. Yeah, this other monster guy who we don't know, but Sweetums is just like... He's thrilled to be there. He's yelling at these chickens about how great they were in the movie. Co-producer David Laser. I'm just going to say shout out to Laser. Okay, so, so Sweetums, I don't think he means to do it. He doesn't know his size. He swings his arm and one of the chickens, he knocks one of the chickens that goes flying off the screen. Yeah, I think Sweetums is too lovable and nice to have done it maliciously, but he just whacks the chicken so hard. Just flies, and everyone just looks. Gonzo's concerned, Fozzie's concerned, and Sweetums doesn't even realize what he Gonzo's did. Gonzo's jaw dropped. Yeah. And he grabs Camilla tighter. <laughs> The chicken's okay. consultant is F- Frank Oz. Yeah, and the chicken ran back. Yeah. You know, we, we got to know that chicken's, chicken's okay. Chicken's fine, yeah. Oh, okay. So, see, I didn't notice this the first few hundred <laughs> times I. I watched it. Then Sweetums throws his arm the other way. The chicken gets knocked to the other side of the screen. 
Oh my god, that's dead. Such little details in such a that short amount really of time dead. makes it worth this. I also want to point out that this um, is kind of like uh, credited. Ah, name of this nicely done. With kind of like the post credits craze of the eighties. Oh, really? Like there wasn't that much post credits stuff. This kind of like yeah kicked it off. Wow! So the movie being made, over made it more popular. Yeah. What are, yeah. Did, did you like any other major? Stuff, well, there's one like at. Well, I don't want to do a spoiler alert for the end of these credits. Yeah. Um. But Ferris Bueller kind of does something similar. That's, we'll get to those end that's credits because they're good yep. end credits. Yep. But when it comes, I'll bring it back up Got and it. we'll talk Got about it. it. But let's go back to Sweetum knocking some chickens around. <laughs> we get a special guest stars list and this is a who's who of hollywood in the 70s it's the the names are insane um there's maybe only three that i or two that i don't i don't really know who ed who's edgar burgeon i can't think of who that is i don't know who that is i'm um, probably but, but kind of really it, pissed some this people was off like, on that. um dedicated to him he died oh okay. shortly after okay. i think um then we get Mil- milton burl uh mel brooks james coburn dom de louise bob hope madeline Kahn. Carol Kane. Carol Kane back on the podcast. She's already made a few appearances in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Adam's Family. Man, you love Carol Carol Kane. Carol Kane, you are killing it. (laughs) Cloris Leachman, Steve Martin, Richard Pryor, Orson Welles. Those are the ones I recognize. Paul Williams is the, I'm pretty sure, the music guy that I just mentioned. So I don't know why he's listed, but he's a special guest star, so he's in there. The only ones I don't know are Telly Savalas, even though it sounds familiar. And uh, like I said, Edgar Burgeon. And I'm not really sure who Elliot Gould our, is. Our parents yeah. are like I know, like, so disappointed. Oh, yeah, how do we, those are those are our heroes? Please tell me who uh, Telly Savalas is, loyal listeners. Email Gary. Yeah, email Max Credit Store Podcast at Gmail. He'll let me know. He'll forward it along. I play the music to shut you up. <laughs> okay, so now what's his name again? <laughs> the, guy, the guy that looks like uh, John Candy from Plain Street. Oh, oh, uh, Lou Zealand. Lou Zealand is now bothering Sweetums. <laughs> yeah. He's really like just going around bothering everyone. He's the guy that like was just barely involved in the project, yeah. but like just so stoked about it. He's just going around. He is. He is just like that John Candy character. Yeah, totally. He's just uh, obnoxious but lovable. <laughs> yep. Like well, you, like you minus the lovable. <laughs> I'll take it. So Sweetums is listening intently to Lou Zealand. <laughs> And I think he takes the fish that New Zealand has and eats and it. And eats it. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Sweden is the best. So so the whole, you know, New Zealand's whole shtick is that the boom the fish comes back like a boomerang. So Sweden's put an end to that, basically. <laughs> okay, so now we get Janice mm-hmm. and Animal. Do you remember? And I don't know this guy's oh, name. Oh, I do. What's his name? He's one of my favorites because uh-huh. he looks like my friend's dad. Uh <laughs> So his name is Floyd Pepper. Floyd Pepper. He's got a big, like, pink nose, big bushy eyebrows, yep. long hair. He's like a beatnik, basically. Oh, so and he's dressed like like Sergeant Pepper. Exactly. Okay. And, and Floyd comes from Pink Floyd, so got it's it. like a combo. Okay. And these are all band members. And, yeah, they're, Dr. Teeth's and Electric Mayhem. There you go. You got it. And he looks like he remi- always reminds me of my friend Zach's dad, uh, Rick, who is a, looks just like that and has a band. Like would be very similar to Floyd Pepper. And yeah. is uh, Zach. Uh, Involved in this lip sync contest? No, no, no. Zach's a college buddy. Oh, okay. yeah. He didn't make it. Shout out to my pal Zach if you're listening. You lucked out, Zach. Dodge that <laughs> bullet. Okay, so we got like uh, some featuring credits of 
actual humans in the you know I don't, not, not that important the I guess. frog killer stout walker was the frog killer i don't oh, really yeah. remember that it must be someone who kills the frogs for the frog legs yeah. i don't know so I, I do like uh tommy madden played the one-eyed midget in the movie okay i don't even think that's pc anymore. <laughs> I, no it's not yeah it would have to say one eye come on muppets one eyed dwarf for little person right yeah yeah so. um so animal is crazy and he's got his eyes on janice yes yeah. Which which is kind of a thing, right? I, I guess so. We'll just yeah. discuss because, like, yeah, okay. So Janice and uh, what's his name? When I, uh, Floyd Pepper. Which... I'm not I'm not retaining any of these names. You're telling me <laughs> Floyd it's Pepper. like it's like when you go meet a bunch of new people and you just tell me their name. And I just <laughs> oh yeah yeah nice to yeah. meet you. I'm Gary. Yeah. Instantly forget their name. But anyways, Floyd Pepper. I read. Um, is one of the only people that can talk some sense into animal. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. like his character that's trait. Hilarious. Yeah. That's so hilarious. there you go. Okay. So it's a good thing he's over there because animal's got his eyes <laughs> For on now. Janice. Yeah. <laughs> so he hugs Janice. Mm-hmm. Are they dating? I think I they are. Is Floyd it, no? Pepper's dating her? I, someone's dating her. Well, I, I know think. he plays bass and she plays the guitar. So uh-huh. maybe there's just like a connection there. I don't know. Okay. But it's so possible. They're, they're hugging. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a really large Muppet behind Animal. I was going to ask you about that. Just like huge. I don't know. Just rocking back and forth, he kind looks, of eating something. Yeah, he looks like a big ass uh, bunny or or something, but yeah. it's humongous. Uh huh. Like almost like the the never ending story dog in the background, just sitting back there. Um, Animal still looking at Janice. But you know, the hug between Floyd and Janice was just kind of like you know fun. Yeah. And but now Janice she, moves towards Animal. Yeah. Like she can give him a hug too. Like hey, we did we did a great job on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Animal. He, he just she he terrifies her. He starts screaming, "Woman, woman!" And it's a little rapey. I like how they make that part audible, so you know why Janice is scared and runs away. It's hilarious and terrifying at the same yeah. time. And then on the screen, we get some of the Muppet performers: uh, Bob Payne, Steve Whitmire, Bruce Schwartz, amongst about eight others. Carolee. Wilcox? Yeah. Car- Carolee. Carole, yeah. That's an interesting name. And Tony Carolee is like how you sing songs on Christmas. Merrily, merrily, merrily. You sing them carolee. You do sing them very carolee. Christmas carolee. And there's Olga Felgemacher as well. Oh, that's good. That sounds like a Muppet. Like a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> it does. There probably is a Muppet named yeah. Olga Felgemacher. All right. So Animal, an, yeah, animal has terrified uh, Janice. <laughs> She's she keeps, running she's for running, her life. She's running away from him. Keeps looking back just to make sure he can't follow her. Luckily, he's chained up as he usually is. His crazy eyes. Oh yeah, he is always chained. He has yeah. the chain around his yeah. neck. Oh my god. Oh, not cool. Animal. Lo- love animal. Oh. Okay, so now we get a guy kind of like in like an usher costume. Do you need to look up who this guy? He kind of looks like a Fraggle Rock character. I, he does. I don't know who he is. Okay, and we get Carol Spinney. Because Bi- Spinney or Spiny? Uh, I think it's Spinney. I think it's okay. Spinney. Yeah. And Big Bird makes a cameo in this movie, right? Yes, he does. And she was obviously Big Bird, the voice of Big Bird. I don't know if she controlled the puppet or was in the costume at all, but... don't recall. What did Big Bird do in this movie? He was like going to Hollywood too. Oh, no, no. I think just like they stop along him on the side of the road. And he mentions like, I'm going to do a TV project or something. Something very tongue-in-cheek about Sesame Street. Did you ever watch the movie Follow This Bird when you were a kid? I was going to say that earlier. I think I mixed up this movie with... It was Follow That Bird. Follow That Bird? Yeah, yeah. Follow That Bird. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Where they kidnap Big Bird and everyone's after him. Love that movie. So I think I mixed these two up a lot. Not like... I know they're different characters, but just like in my head, I think they're kind of like one movie at times. Like Kermit was in the Big Bird movie because of the cameo, possibly. But yes, I did watch Follow That Bird many times, and I loved it, and I still do. 
Any, was, any more questions? No, that was just genuine and heartfelt okay. And, okay. and very, yeah. Good. Very nice. Let's move along here. There's, Moving around along. There's one moment I want to go back to real quick. Uh-huh. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. So we got Carol Spinney as Big Bird here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this Muppet we don't know the name yeah. of. And we're, and we're moving right along, and the, you can actually start hearing the Moving Right Along song playing in the music here, too. Like, it goes from just the right, right, jazz just bandy like, horn. Yeah. You can hear, like, Moving Right Along. Dude, right. Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. How does it go? Yeah, it's moving right along. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Fart noise. And now there's, like, a bird-looking Muppet, but not Sam the Eagle. It kind of looks... It's not Sam the Eagle. It looks like them. He has more of, like, a hamburger, hamburglar mask on. Okay, like or, a like a, or like a um, Mardi Gras mask Oh, almost? yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that, that is kind of like that, yeah. And then here's where you see the music scored and adapted by Paul Williams. And arranged and conducted by Ian Free... Free Baron Smith? Baron Smith. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. you get like a... He's like, he's like a mariachi guy? Yeah, well, I don't know who he is. got a little mustache, he's blue, with Rolf behind him. And if you listen, that's where you can hear the music moving right along. It's like, in search of fancy free, ready for the big time, is Gary, ready Gary, for Gary, me. Gary, nobody wants to oh, sorry. Song. <laughs> and you see Rolf. This is not one of your lip sync contests. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get to see Rolf and Beaker. Yep. And Beaker's clapping, and we know what Beaker's saying. He doesn't say nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. And what is Ralph? Ralph plays piano, right? Ralph, Ralph? plays okay. piano. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And I think in this movie, he kind of he has a song with Kermit. They sing the blues a little mm-hmm, bit together. Mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. I love. I used to love Ralph when I was a kid. He was one of my faves. Yeah, Ralph's great. Now it's back to the main. So now Ralph is having a conversation with Beaker, and yeah. he, I assume he understands he Beaker. He speaks Beaker, or yeah. he's just like, yeah, he speaks Beaker. So or maybe everybody just kind of it's kind of like sign language. Yeah, you know, or okay, they just all understand him, or just what I'm like, not not sign, body language, just uh. kind of, you know, they know if he approves or disagrees or something. But uh, and now we're back to the main horns from the intro. It like right. goes back into the main. I want to try and listen carefully because they they do start playing. Can you picture that? And I'm I, oh I can't really? Remember okay. Which part they do? Now we cut to Miss Piggy, mm-hmm. and she's um she's talking good. with she's all the pigs are surrounding her. The hog like, people they're, they're obsessed with her, I guess. Yeah, because she, she's like the star pig. Link ho- Link Hogthrob and, and the, her. the pigs from like Pigs in Space. So my question is: Was Miss Piggy? She was with. She loved Kermit, right? But does she yeah. like leave him in this movie to go be the star of the hogs? Like they, they've got a very tumultuous relationship. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm I'm thinking of the more recent Muppet movies, which I've watched more I recently. Haven't. I haven't. Um, yeah, and they there's a lot of uh, breakups, on again, off again. With Interesting. The two of them. But doesn't it Kermit, always it, Kermit never seems too thrilled with her. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a little one sided the relationship. Yeah, yeah. But it always ends with her being like, "Oh, Kermit," and giving him a big Kermit hug. But just do Marge. <laughs> It's very close. <laughs> okay, so she's chatting with these other pigs. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. She says, how'd you, like, yeah, how, how'd you like my song? <laughs> pretty good. And, and obviously, they're, and they're nodding in approval. Yeah. You like my song? How did you like my Frank, song? Frank Oz, who I think has been a little critical of the more recent Muppet films. Really? Yeah, I think so. He's and not on, down, on huh? Twitter, he's, he's yeah. Huh. Interesting. If, if I remember correctly. Uh, and we also see the executive in charge of production listed here, Richard L. O'Connor. Okay, enough with uh, the initials, Richard L. O'Connor. <laughs> she gets a lot of like uh, lines you can actually hear her uh-huh. just discussing. I wonder pigs. if it's because she has that high voice and it kind of stands out a little bit more. Maybe. Also, the music is kind of like calmed down a little, a little bit, bit, I guess. Yeah. So she yells at Kermit. 
And Kermit has a look on his face like, oh, God, what the fuck now? <laughs> just bitch always wants something. She's always nagging me about something. What did she say there? Where's Kermit? Or like she just said Kermit? I think she just oh, okay, okay. Kermit, 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 Kermit. Oh, and Kermit! His, at least his arm is not around Robin anymore. Well, we can't actually see it. It's True. being blocked. True. Like, we got we got the pig. Well, okay. So that pig was sitting next to her, and what? now hmm. she called Kermit, and he's looking to the left. That does that seems like a it might, it might have been a mistake. Continuity error. Yeah, the strip supervisor messed up there a little bit. So now she runs over and she's going. Oh! See, it always ends with her going back to Kermie. We got some Muppet designers. Uh, there's Carolee Wilcox again. Uh huh. Ed Christie, uh, Amy Van Gilder. There's there's a Muppet designer named Kermit Love. Ooh, that's interesting. I wonder if Kermit Love had anything to do with uh, Kermit Kermit the Frog being named. What do you I think? I'm guessing not. Probably not. But you yeah. never know. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, what was that when um, uh, somebody's name was ah fuck I forgot. Somebody's name was similar to the, the family. It was a good story. Yeah, yeah it, was it was a good, good. story. I'll, I'll figure it out one of yeah. these days. I'll definitely keep that in this podcast <laughs> and not edit it out. Okay, so now Piggy's just like standing in front of the screen, so we can't even see Kermit. Yeah. She's just like... We see her big... Fur, feathery boa, boa or yeah. her coat, I guess. And she's wearing like a, a like a like Johnny Carson. What's that character used to do? <laughs> like this gypsy, per, this yeah. fortune teller yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our parents are mad at us again because we don't know the name of that. Yeah. If mom and dad are listening, which they're not, uh, they'll be totally pissed at me. Okay, so Kermit's like you're smothering me, and gets out from underneath her finally, and he's kind of like trying to calm her down. It looks like he's kind of yelling in her face a little bit, to be honest. Oh, so she wanted to take a picture with yeah. him. Someone took a picture. We don't know who took the picture. Off camera, there was a, a flash of a, of a camera bulb. And, they... and Yeah. And now it cuts to Gonzo and Camilla. He's got his arm around Camilla. Fozzie's sitting with his, like, does he wear a tie or an ascot? It, it's a little ascot. With he's, his hat. And he's, he's next still... to Dr. Benson. How do you, how mm-hmm, do, you do? Mm-hmm. Is Dr. Benson Honeydew, um, he comes up in the movie, he, like, Invents something that helps them. I forget what it is, but I just know he plays a vital role in helping them at the end. Yeah, I don't remember. It's been too long for me. Fozzie is just like talking to like around and no one is like listening. (laughs) Poor Fozzie. He's kind of like John Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobile too. (laughs) And it sounds, he's like looking left and right and it's just the waka 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 Yeah, he's just talking and no one, he can't get anyone's attention. Yeah. Uh, we've Poor got guy. casting by Gus Shermer. Uh-huh. Production associate Lee Rose. So do you think he cast all these Muppets? Or I'm those assuming were he casted the, yeah. uh, the people. The, the frog humans. killer. He was responsible <laughs> for the frog killer. Scott Walker is, owes it. it to dust. Yep. Yeah, so Fozzie is just he, going around. He's yelling at everyone. No one is paying attention to so him. So now he's he's actually cranking his neck all the way around to the yeah, row behind there's, him. That behind him is Crazy Larry. Okay, that's right. right there. That's right. So he's, yep. he's like, well, maybe the crazy dynamite guy will listen to me. I don't know. <laughs> but there's a guy who blows up dynamite. That's his thing. That's mm-hmm, his, mm-hmm. like, why have him around? Why not? You might okay. need that every now and then. Okay. Okay, so now Janice and the guy whose name I can't remember again. Floyd Pepper. <laughs> come to talk to Piggy and Kermit. Yep, doing a little more mainland, a little more hodgepodging. That no, that's not the Hodgepodging? Right no, I meant to say... Uh, where do I meant to what say? is hodgepodging? Well, hodgepodge is like a mix, mishmash of things, right? Yeah. I don't know. So you can do some hodgepodging. Uh, I, I think I made up a word there that doesn't belong. Start, oh, so hodgepodging is no word. <laughs> I mean, I th- it is a word. I think I used it incorrectly. I meant to say, I meant to say hobnobbing. There Should we go. Should we turn this into a grammar <laughs> podcast? 
I would listen to that, actually. Oh, I bet you there are plenty of those. <laughs> so now this is like a double date. Well, it, they did a little swing in there, it seemed like. Oh, they switched. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I, and don't you, Floyd and Janice seem like a swingers couple, no oh, doubt. Yeah, yeah 100%. And I, I think Piggy or Miss Piggy would be open to it, but Kermit would be the, the stiff of the bunch. But uh, yeah, they're immediately just, you know, I, whatever. They're just giving hugs, but it kind of has a little bit of a swingers vibe to me. A shout out to the boom operator, Ralph Babcock. And makeup, Ben Nye the second. Not Bill Nye. I still haven't seen a uh, a key grip or a dollar grip or anything. But key grips it. are important to mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. We'll get to why for those of you that are new here. Set decorator Richard Doddard as well. See, Kermit, Kermit wasn't Kermit having left. it. Okay, so they're going to have a threesome. Exactly. Maybe. Floyd if that's, if that's still is like has his armor on Miss Piggy, and she's, uh-huh. you can tell that she's kind of into it. Kermit's got to make some rounds, though. He finally got his arm off of Kevin. And Robin. Robin. <laughs> Kevin's my cat's name, all right? I mix, up, I mix up Muppets and your cat all the time. <laughs> okay, so that yeah. was Can You Picture That? Oh, you're right. Can, Can You Picture, picture that? that? That was and Which it. is yep. when these two band members are there, so mm-hmm. that's interesting. And it looked like Miss Piggy may have gotten a little a little annoyed there because she kind of goes ah, yeah, 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 and then turns and walks away here yeah, Kermit so. took any opportunity to escape from her always always and Robin is over there kind of just like what is going on yeah. with these <laughs> Kermit and Miss Piggy are like that couple when you go to a party that you're like when you go home you're like I never saw them together once the entire night yeah like he was always with his friends and she was always talking to these people but never together and there's always the guy that's talking to everyone and no one's listening, like Fozzie. Or me. Or, yeah, I was going to say that, too. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to do that. I yeah, I'm setting it up. I'm setting it up. <laughs> to bash you down and you just... Beat to the punch on my... Uh, from me. Yeah, on me getting insulted there. So, okay, so Fozzie's been talking to, to no one. And we cut back to this. And Kermit's walking up to Fozzie. And there's the most genuine moment I noticed right here. Okay. And okay. you can hear it. So Kermit walks up to Fozzie. Fozzie's been trying to get anyone's attention who will talk to him, and no one will talk to him. So you hear it. That's that's like the, one of the loudest lines in this thing. He says, Fozzie, you were very, very funny. Is that what he said? Yeah. See, I actually couldn't. I thought he said you were great something, but. I think it says you were very, very no, funny. No, yours we'll makes go, way more we'll sense. We'll go back. Let's hear what he says here. Yeah. Fozzie, no, you're, you're right. Funny, you're right. He, he tells yep. jokes. I thought when I heard the first very, I thought it was great. You were great, very funny. Or, but yeah, you you it's, were very, very funny. It's such a special moment. That is because he, he he's not like it's no. not forced. It's no. genuine. He, he's it's being very nice. genuine. And that's why and they're best friends. Yeah, they're best buds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's very great. sweet. And look how happy Fozzie, Fozzie is right is, here. It's so he's so happy. happy. Someone finally talked to him, and it was the greatest thing he ever heard in his life. Because Fozzie's stand up is is you know it's not so good. It's a lot of puns, a lot of waka wakas. Yeah. It's never, never any good. It's never. Uh, I mean, I like it, yeah. and, and uh, I appreciate it. But yeah, Fozzie's so happy. Fozzie, you were very, very funny. So we're kind of like coming towards the end of these credits, finally. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so Kermit's making the rounds now, telling mm-hmm. everyone how great they were. Yep. That's he yep. is the best leader of he, he any is a group of ex- monster puppets, <laughs> menopause puppets, <laughs> marionette puppets. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a class act that Kermit. You know, he's a good guy. He's, he's kind of the glue that keeps everybody together. You know, he knows he knows his role. He he relishes in it, and everyone loves him. Yeah. So now he's going to Gonzo. I don't know if we can hear what he says, but he said Gonzo. Wonderful at the end. Something wonderful. Yeah. The, okay. But he talks a lot more. Yeah. It kind of looks like Fozzie at that point looks over like, man, he said a lot more nice things about him. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just like yeah. a little tinge of like, man, he could have said a few more compliments to me. But anyways. Poor Fozzie. 
So Kermit walks away and Foggy's like, says kind of like, hey, where are you going? I You're said, the one person that talked to me. <laughs> I couldn't tell what he said there, but he did look like he was a little upset that he's gone <laughs> so quick. Yeah. <laughs> Kermit came and he left. And then we cut to another one of the band members. Yep, he's, he's the, the sax uh, player. Yep. Is that right? Uh, do you know his name? I'll give you... This. No, I mix him up with the other guy. No. <laughs> the other guy name? whose name you don't know? Yeah. Well, anyways, he has a one-word name, kind of like Madonna. Uh-huh. Uh, zoot. Zoot. He's Zoot. Okay. Like, you know, Zoot Stoot. I don't know. And he's sleeping on one of the seats in the back just through all this. He's like, yeah, sideways sleeping. He he looks up for a second and he's like, ah, fuck this. I'm going back to sleep. He turns. Special thanks to David O'Dell. Big Bird, courtesy of Children's Television Workshop. Yep. Little shout out to the Sesame Street Big company. Bird. Yep. And we get our our wonderful little motion picture association logo. Remember when we lit this up on uh, it was School the, of Rock? Yeah, it was like 40th, 40,000. 40,000. And look at this. This, this one's 20, like 28. Okay. That so makes maybe sense. it is. Maybe yeah. it is the number of movies that exactly. have been made, you at laugh. least under this Motion Picture Association. I'm pretty of sure America. you dismissed my. Uh, my theory on that on i that dismiss episode. most of your theories <laughs> um so even if they're right I... <laughs> so coming up to the very end here mm-hmm. this guy just lifted his head and we get waldorf and statler statler and waldorf the two old cranky assholes and one of them is asleep i don't know which one that is oh, and man. the other one is looking at his buddy like if you had hey i need to make fun of the muppets <laughs> and you're not awake Man, that was even better than your other impression. That was good. Um, man, which one is Statler and Waldorf? I actually don't know. I don't know, but the name after Waldorf hotels. is the one on the right. So I think Statler is the one that's sleeping. Pretty okay. sure. Yeah. I'm sure we got it wrong. Are they named after hotels? Really? They're named after hotels. Oh. Statler and Waldorf. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And they just critique the today. Muppets. Yeah. yeah they're, they're always right. invited. They always get tickets to screenings, apparently, and they're always in the Muppets show. I think it's kind of like having Cisco and Ebert there, yeah. even though they, you want them there. They're from what name. I remember from like the Muppets show, which we'll get to, they're hilarious. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. All, all, all the, the time. All of their rips on them are just... Great. And then they go, like, oh, ha, 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 <laughs> wake up, wake up, so I can tell you a joke. All right, so we're winding down here. Last few seconds. He's a little concerned that his buddy's dead. I think he's <laughs> he, he just got really concerned. He's yelling at him out of fear that the man has had a heart attack and is dead. Yes, definitely. It, it, he is pretty cute, but one eye is kind of half open. Though. Right, he, so, he might be dead. Yeah. Oh no, he's breathing now. Yeah, he's sleeping. He took a big inhale, but there. he's still upset. He still wants to make a joke or something, and he's. Do their not hands listening. look dirty, or is that like old man hairy knuckles? Like oh, what I are they? Know. <laughs> I don't know. They do look a little, a little dirty. Because that's some great attention to detail. If those yeah. are actually like hairy old man knuckles, but. Okay, now we get this close up of Animal. Finally, he's still chained up. By the way, around the neck. Yeah. Uh, animal is, you know, he is a wild we animal. Like chain collars here on Credit Score Podcast. Is that a? Uh, is this a? Biscuit thing? Oh, my dog biscuit? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I would never put a chain collar on my dog biscuit. Well, is it chained, though? It looks like it's leather. It's a chain, and then oh, he's got okay. like a yeah, spike collar. But the actual the part around his neck looks no, like no, no. leather. No, the chain leash here. Okay, yeah, that's um, true. So uh, we got Animal with his big, bushy, black eyebrow. Unibrow. Unibrow, yeah. And he's looking straight at the screen. Mm-hmm. And Play he's going to say something to us. Go home! Go home! Bye-bye. Nice. So he says, go home, go home, bye-bye, and then uh, passes out? Yeah, Is that I, something I, Animal I, does? I, or like- <laughs> maybe Animal gets so overworked or something that he just passes out at the end. I don't know. I don't remember that. But So what I was going to say we get back to with Ferris Bueller, mm. that's what Ferris Bueller does at the end of those credits, not to spoil that episode, yeah. which we'll get well, to. Or you spoil the movie. But he does something similar. Like, like he comes out and he goes, are you still here? Uh, mm-hmm. Go home. You know. And so, But like this was the post 
Yeah, started this was 79. 1980s post credits craze. Got it. Kind of playing with the audience a bit. Um, it makes sense. You go back to our School of Rock episode, there's some playing with the audience a bit in those too. So, Breaking the fourth wall a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 for sure. Very cool. So those cool. are the end credits to the Muppet movie, 1979. Man, I can understand why my daughter was overstimulated because I feel the same way. There's a lot of a lot of Muppet action there, a lot of colors, yeah, a lot of you fun. Think you're, do you think uh, she's going to enjoy the Muppets now, or do you think she's gonna she's traumatized? I think she'll enjoy yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. does like when I do the Elmo voice for her. <laughs> Elmo, don't you try to out Elmo me, all right? Elmo, love you. <laughs> no, it's I'm Elmo. <laughs> Elmo. All right, my turn again. I love you. <laughs> Just do this for the rest of the podcast. See how, long, see how long before people shut it off. Okay, so now we have to pick our best and worst moments of okay. these credits. Why don't do you, you you do your best first? Okay, so my best has actually changed since we just watched. I had something written down, but my best moment now after watching those was uh, Sweetums with the chickens. I knew you were going to say that. Around. It was I, so funny. God damn you. That's what I was going to say. We can have the same best moment. No, it's hilarious. That'd be a, a different but, best But I also moment. like... I love Sweetums. Like he's yeah. my absolute favorite. No, I think uh, that I didn't notice the second whack. I was laughing the first time when he whacked the chickens. But I think I'm, I'm going to go with a different favorite, even though I agree with you. I when Fozzie Bear, <laughs> when Fozzie Bear is looking for someone to talk to, and obviously it's funny. But when he cranks his head all the way behind him <laughs> to, like, <laughs> like, yell to like to yell at somebody behind him, he's like going above and beyond. <laughs> no one listening to him. Like he is just. I feel so bad for him, but in the most like hilarious way. So, yeah, because you get it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there, laughing at my own pain. Um, all right, so what's your low light? It's got to be animal screaming woman, <laughs> Janice, because it makes me so uncomfortable. It, She's in the band with this guy, yes, and she can't go around him, yes, because he he has to be chained up. Now I feel like he has to be chained up around because he's around her, it, it, and that makes me uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable um, for such a wholesome. I know that there's like adult jokes and stuff, but for yeah. such a wholesome thing, how much he needs to be, he, how excited he gets around Janice, this makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to get like too, you know, modern with some of the shit that's been going on with like, you know, men acting like terribly, but... We should. Well, it, it reminds me of, uh, remember, what's his name? The snowboarder guy, Sean White. Uh-huh. He was apparently in a band uh-huh. with this, and he treated this girl like shit and she was terrified and she wrote how like he center porn and was just awful to her i think he was animal in that band sean white was and she left because she, she was she terrorized sean white might be a muppet <laughs> exactly he's uh-huh. got that, that flying tomato hair um yeah that part is a little is a little so it's safe to say that sean white is never going to come be a guest in this podcast i don't think we're going to have him in any yeah. credits okay. anyways so that's fair i'm fair to say that i don't really care about sean okay. white coming on I'm, here. I'm happy to let that one that's go. one person that, yeah so that's it though yeah. <laughs> stop there um i think my low light is i don't like the pig people I, I don't know why, but I don't and I don't know if it's just that I don't really remember much about them. That seems a little um is pre- it prejudiced it, in the Muppet <laughs> worlds. <laughs> Maybe too, but yeah. I, I think it's more of like growing up, I always was annoyed by Miss Piggy, which is also probably sexist or misogynistic of me. I apologize. But they spent so much time of the end credits with, with <laughs> they spent so much time in the end credits with those pigs around her, like idolizing her and it just bothers me a little bit and and you know they, they kind of look like um remember that twilight zone episode with the pig people yeah like that, it yeah. reminds me of that too yeah. so, okay. just, so it's just a, it's a pig thing it's a brief it's, pig um it makes me feel a little just off-putting i don't know i can't describe it but i like I, how neither of us chose uh gonzo and the chicken we're okay with that apparently well yeah yeah, yeah. that's just true love yeah and i okay. like gonzo gonzo's cool yeah that's fine so um so that's my low light is good. the pig people we got those 
the next segment we like to do is uh, called Better with a Lion. Oh, yes. And I'm sorry for those of you who've heard this multiple times now, but we have to explain where Better with a Lion comes from. In the opening credits of the Adams Family mm -hmm. TV show, they just have a lion randomly walking through the house. When the song says the house is a museum. Yeah, there's a lion walking through the house. It makes no and, sense. Yeah, but it makes the credits for me. It made me happy. Mm -hmm. It made me rank higher. One and a half po uh, one key and a grips half points higher, higher yeah. on our, our scoring system. So I said that would it, all credits be better with a lion? The answer is usually yes. In this case, I'm going to say yes myself. Mm -hmm. I'm still not sure if Sweetums isn't a lion. He might be a lion. <laughs> or what that huge-ass Muppet is in the background the whole time. Some Could of the be puppets look like lions. I don't yeah. know if there is a specific lion one, because there's a bear, there's a pig, there's a frog. Is there a lion Muppet? I don't think there... Uh, maybe. There, there's so many Muppets I don't even know about when I looked up the full list. It, it doesn't like, matter, because it, it's better with a real lion, yeah. I like to say. Yeah. Um, I... I say yes, yeah. and just a reg if, if we were panning across all the Muppets and there was just a, just a lion sitting in one yeah. of the seats, I I usually and just no one said a thing about it. I usually try to fight you a little bit more on this, but uh, I I think that it definitely be better with a lion. Where I think you that, put it? Um, I kind of think that when when Sweetums busts in and he's standing in the front, I think it could just be like kind of off to the side. Like kind of where the ushers stand in the theater, you know, like they're kind of like down near the exits. Just have a lion sitting there, kind of like keeping watch. What if it was one of the ushers? Yeah, there just you like, go. Like a little. There you, you know, go. Yeah, yeah. a lion a usher lion. would yeah. be great. Yeah, okay. that'd be awesome. Yeah, unexplained, but just sitting there. Yeah, and like no, the usher. You don't say anything about it. It doesn't have to make any sense. <laughs> yeah, that would make it better for sure. Um. So yeah, better with the lion? Question mark. Always better with the lion. Indeed. Exclamation point. So far, anyways, <laughs> you never know. So now we like to uh, go into. Things relating to the credits, different covers of music mm -hmm. playing, and There's some I, bonus material I've for a, you. I've got a few. I pulled some that I think are kind of interesting. This one is by a group called the Viennagram. Okay, live on Radio Mystery Mania. Huh. They've got about fifty six hundred views. Decent, and they're doing just a cover of uh, "Can You Picture That," which we heard a little bit. Ah. Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Now, this guy is kind of like a, this guy who's singing right here on the drums is kind of like a combination of Jack White and Billy Corgan, <laughs> yeah. maybe? Yeah, he, he looks a little uh, a little pale and with really dark features, though. Yeah, I mean, we won't listen to too much more of are that. They, are they playing in a record store or is it a library? I can't it tell looks what the hell like, is going It on. looks like kind of a, a, a radio okay. um, studio that has, like, records. Yeah, can you put that a real groovy song? That's uh, the Vienna Graham. Like it. Playing Can You Picture That? And now we're going to go into some Moving Right Along covers. Mm -hmm. This one is by, did you ever listen to Alkaline Trio? A little bit. A little bit. I did too. Uh, I feel like I was they kind of were forcing them I think so too, yeah. With other music we were listening exactly. to. They always popped up on albums. They're always in there. I, think I have like friends, this album. I have friends who really like them, but not. I just want to point Me out too. really quick that moving right along and the movie is a is a Fozzie and Kermit uh, duet basically right, right. Yeah. while while they're driving on the road yeah in Fozzie's old Studebaker yeah. or whatever yeah yeah so this was like a, a uh, it's called the Green Album which is a play on Weezer obviously uh -huh. I think Weezer has a song on here too yeah yep and so all these bands in the two thousands the did, early aughts did like Muppet covers yeah there's and like this uh, is, my Morning Jacket, uh, the Airborne Toxic Event. Weezer with Haley Williams from Paramore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. A so lot of those type big of bands. bands. Man, the Airborne Toxic Event. Yeah. What happened to those guys? I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. Okay. So let's listen to a little bit of Alkaline Trail doing Moving Right Along. Moving Right Along. Getting there. 
It was a little louder in my headphones there. Yeah, it might be a little bit loud. Sorry for those of you who weren't (laughs) expecting it. (laughs) Including me. Um, Wait, what about share the load there? That's one of the lines. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's a little little gross. Uh, I think that you're... This is Muppetville, all right? Wasn't there a a joke in the new uh, Quentin Tarantino movie trailer about carrying the load? I think you're right, yeah. It was like an awful (laughs) joke. Yeah, with Brad Pitt. It uh, doesn't hit well for me for some reason. There's just The word load is kind of like moist where there's just something bad. See, so I wasn't the only one who thought that. I hear you, but I I didn't really think that way. You're just kind of sick, so... Okay, so this next version of Moving Right Along is by PJ Pooterhoots. What a name. And it's just kind of like a uh, an analog version, I guess is what they call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I would like it. Where would you hear this kind of song? An arcade? <laughs> like in the game? No, no. Like if you're at like uh, an actual like arcade with like Steve ball and shit, like, you might like hear that. Wreck It Ralph, yeah, arcade yeah, kind yeah, of deal. Yeah, I don't know where you would hear that actually. It's kind of it's kind of cool. I liked it for about a minute. You want to listen to more of it? Maybe ten more seconds. I like it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. It's a little catchy. I'm going to be listening to this for the next week. Give uh, PJ Pooterhoots some more views there. And now I've got uh, the backwards version of Moving Right Along what? because apparently <laughs> someone did the entire Muppet movie backwards. Why would they do that? I don't know. But uh, what, don't you want to listen to it? I do, actually. Okay. I'm very intrigued. Let's hear what it sounds like. <laughs> No hidden, no hidden messages in the Muppet I, movie. I always apparently. feel like I'm being uh, possessed, or there's an exorcism going on that happens. I don't yeah. like. I don't like it. Yeah. It scares me. That's how you say "share the load" backwards. If you want to know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like it one bit. This final thing, it's kind of visual. We're gonna post it wherever we post our our links, so don't worry about that. You can check it out. Someone did the entire moving right along with Fozzie and Kermit driving in uh grand theft auto oh okay so now you've got two you've got a guy in a green jacket and a guy in like a beige <laughs> one and they're doing they're performing the whole song moving right along in search so, of good time so the guy that's dressed like Kermit, they dress them up as much like fozzy and yeah as they yeah, possibly I can love it. like like the the fozzy guy has like a pink tie kermit guy's got like a striped shirt uh my dog biscuits barking in the background <laughs> and he's playing like a he looks air, like he's guitar. Playing air guitar yeah, yeah. yeah the kermit guy with good friends you can't lose this could become a habit and they're just driving along the road <laughs> but they're like they're like they're driving like on grand theft auto there's the cops around yeah they're, yeah they're not driving well it's it's a car chase there's a you can see a car a cop car right in front of them it's really worth watching people have so, so much time in their hands and i enjoy it i'm yeah, glad they do yeah this um, was uh let's see that 2400 views who is it by here who did this in the graveyard all right in the graveyard let's do this that's more views biscuit is clamoring to get oh, into geez. the podcast studio which is the other room of my home it's probably, <laughs> that's probably a sign for us to do our uh, scores here pretty yeah soon we should probably wrap this thing up yeah you ready yeah. to i think i'm ready to move right along into the okay so first we'd rank in key grips mm-hmm. which are you find in end credits i didn't see any of these end credits we i didn't miss i didn't yeah I, maybe they didn't need key grips with all these muppets i was keeping a lookout biscuit wants to give his score <laughs> be what you storing <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we do a, a 1 to 10 system of scoring. Pretty simple, key but in key grips. All right? We don't know what it is. We don't want to know. 
You can email, but I'm not going to respond to that one or even read it. I read all the other ones, though. Trust me. I do, even though Max says I don't. He um, does not. He doesn't even have the password. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is true. I don't. How many key grips do you give the Muppet, the Muppet movie end credits? So one out of 10 key grips, and I know I have not given a 10 yet, and I'm not going to it in today. Oh, you're a cruel man. But I'm going to give it very, very close. Uh-huh. I'm going to give this, especially with the added info about how this set off the end credits craze of the 80s. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. We wouldn't uh, have a podcast if it wasn't for these Muppets, I don't think. It's true. Uh, I'm going to give this one a solid nine Ooh. key grips. That's one of your higher Yeah, I, I think Why? the highest I did was 9.5 uh-huh. uh, for Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. This is a nine because it's pretty... Like they're they're just fun. Mm-hmm. I love that all the characters. I, I just I just love the whole concept of their end credits. How it like you said it breaks the fourth wall, but it also is like the movie is t- it fits with the movie. Everyone's gathered watching the movie. The characters are funny. The music's great. I love watching them all mingle. The only reason I don't even to be honest, the only reason I don't give it a ten is because there's a couple parts I just don't think there is the Miss Piggy stuff and how you can't quite hear what they're all saying. I would love if you could hear a little bit more. Um, I mean, you could go watch the movie where they have full conversations. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I, okay. I, I, um, I just think it's, they're awesome. They're so much fun. So I'm going to give it a nine key grips for me. I'm going to go just a little bit higher than you. What? Just a little bit. little bit. 9.5. Wow. I have so much appreciation for all of the performers that were involved in this last scene. Totally. And just like... Yeah. They didn't have to do that. They could have just played the music and that would be the end of the movie. They've already done so much work, but they create this whole world where things are happening. Yeah. Uh, the characters are all interacting, even if they're not on camera and then you just kind of see them in the background. They're interacting with each other, having conversations. It's amazing. I think like they could... So nine... Sorry, you give it a nine a and nine, a half? A nine, 9.5. So just for the record, for those keeping track at home, final credit store store for the Muppets end credits is 9.25 key grips. Wow. Pretty high. I think that's maybe one of our... I think that's second highest to... Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. Interesting. Yeah, what I was going to say is I like... They could have ended with the end, and they even could have ended with Sweetums busting through and being like, oh, I found you, Dad. I knew I thought. And they could have ended there, like everybody like, Sweetums! And, like, and then cut into the credits. But to keep it going and kind of mimic real-life Hollywood having the premiere uh, after party or whatever, it's just so funny. And just all the mingling is just hilarious. And like the way, like like we described how Kermit's and, bouncing around, how Lou Zealand is bouncing around. And you also like, because so much is going on, you catch something new every time you exactly, watch it. Exactly, exactly. Which so, I'm sure if we did it again. High, we, high, high scoring for that. Definitely. So you, you did it, Jim Henson and Frank Oz. You really. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you everyone involved for these yeah. credits. We enjoy them. And we'll be seeing a lot of the Muppets on this podcast. We really will. That's a promise Max has made many times. Yeah, so I don't know how much. I've been, I've been saying that to Gary since the beginning. It, it, he, the Muppets and Carol Kane. <laughs> He's like, are you down with the Muppets? Or are you down with Carol Kane? I'm like, oh, all right, fine, yeah, sure. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> You're in. All right. So I guess we should tell people what we're doing next. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, so we've been kind of on a TV show, movie, alternating system here, and we're going to keep it up with that. But we're going to Cartoon Land for the first time. Finally. And we're going to do... Uh, we're breaking our cartoon cherries. And it's... Oh, God, why do you always say that? Oh, yeah, I always say we're breaking our cartoon cherries. <laughs> well, that's always, that's yeah. my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> here he is. Here he comes again. The breaking our cartoon cherries guy. <laughs> It's very specific, but it's very you. We're going to Cartoon Land. It's not necessarily uh, an obvious one. No. But um, it's one that I think people will know, and right away they'll know what we're talking about. Uh, We're going to Captain Planet. Captain Planet 
and the Planeteers. End credits. Yes, sorry, end credits. Yeah, which the original Captain Planet. I don't want to give too much away, but yes, the end credits for Captain yeah, Planet. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into those next week. Yep. So come on back and uh, Gary D. Frog signing off. And which is the one that I can do well? Uh, I already forgot. Oh, you can do the old man. Do Waldorf or Statler. Oh, this is, this is that was <laughs> I got lost it. <laughs> you you it turned, like, turned you the Borat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's take them out with PJ uh, Pooterhoots uh, moving right along. <laughs> Love Radio.